0: Welcome, everybody, to another installment of the Wise Guys Baseball Podcast. It is April 20th, 2016. 420. I am Sam. And I'm Luke. And we're here today not to talk to you about the loss the Yankees just suffered yet again. We're here to talk to you about the entire American League East. This is going to be one of several installments. A little update on every division in the game right now. We've also got a specialty podcast on the way soon going to talk to you about some cards. Baseball cards, that is. <laughs> so look cats. out for that. Yeah, some <laughs> cards. Look out for that. Meanwhile, let's get right into it. As we stand today, the Baltimore Orioles are in first place in the East. Not something anyone would have expected.
1: They're eight yeah, and four. Really. Honestly, that's what no one predicted. I don't think I've heard that once, that the Orioles were going to be in first place, but continue. So if you were to predict before the season started
0: who the best player on the Orioles would be right now, On April 20th, three
1: however many weeks into the season, who would you have picked? Um, I definitely wouldn't have picked Mark Trumbo, I'll tell you that. I probably would have picked Machado, but Trumbo is definitely by far the best player on the Orioles right now. Well,
0: you know, Machado's right there. Machado's hitting over 400. Has uh, five homers as well as Trumbo, and uh, you, you're, right, you're right when you say Trumbo because, as I'm alluding to, he's had a ridiculous start to the season. Uh, I don't understand what's going on. I don't think anyone can. you explain this? What do you think? What's happening with him? I mean, he's struggled the last couple of years. He's got power. What is leading to this very early success? Just as a hot streak, is he going to sustain this?
1: What do you see? Look, honestly, you know, he's shown power before in the American League. Once he went to the National League, he had some trouble. You know, he came back, he came to Seattle in 2015. He was okay. But remember, in 2013, he had 34 homers and 100 RBIs. The year before that, he had 32 homers. He was playing with the Angels. He's back in the al he's in the east obviously he's a hot he's he's hot right now he's not gonna hit 383 the whole season but um this is definitely a good start to the season i mean he has 18 hits machado has 20 hits he has a couple more at bats but you know the thing is trumbo is leading him with the rbis he has 11 over machado's six how much of trumbo's early success do you give credit to uh, buck show walter Look, obviously, Showalter is one of the smartest, if not the smartest. I think him and Joe Madden are the two smartest managers in baseball. Um, but you know, I I do give him a lot of credit. He he's he's done this to so many te- so many teams. I mean, he's the reason why the Yankees won those World Series. You know, he set up that team. He was a lot of people don't, know that. People don't know that he left in ninety five that he left in ninety five. Tory came in. And he won the first World Series. But that was the first World Series of Torrey's career, too. Remember that. So Showalter did definitely play a huge impact in that. And the Orioles are a good team, you know I mean? Look, they still have a lot of young talent, but they're definitely in first place right now because of Buck Showalter. There's no doubt in my mind.
0: They've also gotten consistency uh, in their uh, rotation very early on out of Jimenez, Ubaldo, that is. Um, Just to add on... They have gotten nothing out of the signing Pedro Alvarez, as we speak right now. Four hits, 29 at-bats, zero home runs, virtually no power. What's interesting, though, about them in their early uh, season lead in the AL East, they've gotten almost nothing from Adam Jones, who's been hurt uh, about half the season so far. He's only played nine games, hitting .222. If he can come back, play like the superstar he is, they could really, really be a serious contender in the East. With that being said, let's move on to second currently in the ALEs, the Toronto Blue Jays. Obviously, Donaldson has not slowed down. Bautista has not either. What have you seen so far out of them? What are you looking for?
1: What am I looking for? I mean, look, (laughs) Donaldson's probably going to win the MVP again. (laughs) Um, He is protected by two of the most powerful power hitters I've ever seen, Edwin Encarnacion and Jose Bautista. So, look, This team is the team of the AL East. I think this was most people's predictions to win Toronto and Boston. I mean, they have one of the most powerful offenses I've ever seen in my life. Um, You know, we're not talking about Tulewitzki here, who started off a little bit slow. He has two homers, eight RBIs, but he's hitting 148. Tulewitzki's going to come into his own, too. So that's Tulewitzki, followed by Donaldson, followed by Batista, followed by Edwin Encarnacion. I mean, that's honestly, like, old Yankee talk right there I mean <laughs> that's insane that, that might be the best, one of the best lineups I've ever seen
0: I can't disagree with you and what's really been scary out of uh, Toronto is they're actually sort of middle of the pack offensively this year but they're pitching They've got Aaron Sanchez, 1.35 ERA in 20 innings. He's got 10 hits allowed in 20 strikeouts. Roberto Osuna, 21 year old, out of the back of their bullpen, five saves already. 21 years old. To repeat that, any pitch last year. Stroman, any Yankee fan or anyone who likes baseball has heard of this guy at this point. He's also a very young kid. Seems to have cemented himself. And J. A. Happ is having some very early season success in the fucking AL East, and I can't understand why, and I never will. <laughs> but the Blue Jays look like they might have something really, really good this year on top of what they did last year. And last year they weren't exactly bad. They lost in the ALCS. Pretty
1: damn good season. Yeah. S- I mean, you forgot to mention one person, Marcus Stroman, and he's 3-0. His ERA is a little high, but he's 3-0. All right? So this is and, – and, and how old is Stroman? What is he? I believe he's 23, and I, I didn't yeah, forget to list, mention him. He's 24. You did mention him? I did, but it's okay. You don't ever listen to me, anyways. <laughs> I didn't hear you mention. it. It's okay. It's okay. I'm focused. I'm doing my own thing over here. That's look, fun. Listen. That's what Stroman. makes you great, <laughs> Stroman, the New York native, 24 years old, five really? foot eight, five foot eight, 180 pounds. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's honestly amazing. That really is, though. It really is. It, it's like completely amazing.
0: Five eight, 180 pounds, really.
1: Yeah. He's like, wow. you hear that? Anybody, anybody can do it. Any, three inches can do it. Anybody yeah. He's about, do it. That's he's what three inches smaller if, than eh, me too. Exactly. If he's doing <laughs> it, like we could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we it. what I'm happened done. there? What were we doing? What were well, we, what were we, no, no, we fucked up. But anyways, let's get back to, uh, the wise guys yeah. baseball podcast.
0: Oh yeah. Sorry about that. Anyways, moving on. It's very clear that the Blue Jays, although second in the East right now, are a powerhouse. They're not even fully hitting. Their pitching has been stronger than anyone anticipated. Let's talk about the next team in they the ALEs. They haven't
1: started either. That's the crazy thing. But yeah, they haven't right. really. They, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about
0: the Boston Red Sox.
1: The Boston.
0: Let me give you a little background. Their top player right now, Mr. David Ortiz, the 40-year-old, slugging 625, Price has immediately paid dividends. 27 strikeouts in 18 innings already. And someone for me, you know what, I'll get into this after. Someone who's really under the surface come through for them. Go ahead and tell me what your thoughts on the Red Sox are so far. They're sort of mediocre right now, but what are you thinking?
1: uh, This is going to be the equivalent of Jeter's farewell tour, Mariano's farewell tour. David Ortiz is a baseball legend. Um, He brought the World Series back to Boston, brought a, brought a World Series back to Boston. Um, he's a he's an icon. He's right there with Ted Williams. He's right there with Carl Yastrzemski. And are you really surprised that he's hitting 295 with three homers and 13 RBIs already? I mean, come on, you know? <laughs> like, it's fitting that he's going to go out like this. I mean, you know he's going to have a great season, and uh, you know, I think this season, honestly, is really about David Ortiz, but they, but they have a uh, a chance in the East they really do you think they do I honestly I got a you there I think I think that with
0: Dombrowski they have a very strong chance over the next several years but I think right now they're going to be about as mediocre as mediocre can be you know who their best hitter is very 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 early in the season Ortiz Travis Shaw he's leading the team and he's hitting 317 okay that leads the team Travis Shaw He's been their most consistent hitter he's right saying now.
1: Saying three thirty, are you sure he's saying three seventeen? Well, yeah, you, that was when I chance? looked
0: at his stats, but maybe after tonight he's hitting even higher. Yeah, Either way, yeah. So he probably. The point is, Travis Shaw. Most people who are listening to this right now probably don't even know who the hell that is, and
1: that's not an insult to Travis. You know, Travis is a good guy. Well, he it's, wasn't supposed to be playing. It's more of a uh, insult exactly. to uh, Pablo Sandoval, who has only gotten six at bats this entire season. And by the is way, he's, right? he's struck out in how many of those at-bats? Four. So uh, He's only gotten six at-bats? Is that really true? He's gotten six at-bats this season. I mean,
0: how long does it take for him to get a new belt buckle? Is that why he's not
1: playing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Um, that's crazy. But, I mean, they just flush 95 mil down the toilet. Yeah. So. Well, that's sort of the key to their
0: success is going to be getting – production out of these guys, they've put a lot of money in. Obviously, you could say the same about any team, but listen to this, okay? Here are all these guys the Red Sox are paying $15 million more a year. Hanley, Sandoval, Porcello, Price, Buckholz, just to name a few. That's six guys right there. What are they really getting out of those guys other than Price? Once again, Hanley, I mean, who even knows what he's doing over there at first? I mean, he still obviously <laughs> can hit. But any yeah, team he's I,
1: I, why are they falling... I feel like is everyone just going to Boston and falling apart? I mean, Hanley and Sandoval would they like start doing uh what, what cocaine together? What, I don't I don't know. I think they're probably having a
0: big max more like <laughs> it. big max and <laughs> cocaine. Yeah. I mean, but look, I mean, you asked a question, you says, is everyone going to Boston and falling apart? Here's the situation. It's Boston sports scene much like New York are pretty consistently good, pretty consistently dominant. They just had to change up their front office, something that teams in stable, strong markets don't want to have to do. There's a reason Cashman's been employed the last 15 years. The Yankees know what they're getting. Lucchino out in uh, Boston, he had a good job for a while there. If it if they had to get rid of him, it must have been really fucking bad because they were making money. They sell it every game. So to answer your question, yeah, everybody sort of go to go, sort of goes to Boston right now to collapse because that's just been the culture there. Other than those two freak World Series, which you know, <laughs> yeah, it most people don't even count. Not really. Anyways, moving on. Um,
1: <laughs> let's let's, let's uh, move on to the grand old New York Yankees. In last you know what? Let's the hold, let's
0: hit on the let's sit on the Rays first because I don't want to. This podcast, to get too depressing. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about them, the Tampa Bay Rays. But you can't forget about them, can you? Yeah, I guess you can't, right? They're always uh, lurking in the wind right there. You know, this division is only separated by three games, top to bottom. That's the smallest separation in baseball. A lot of that accounts for the Tampa Bay Rays being competitive. They've got Chris Archer at the top of the rotation. So, you know, these every, every year it seems like you can find a different Rays pitcher somewhere in the game. And every year they've got another young all-star, another young stud coming up. Logan Forsythe's been consistent for him. Longoria is not dead yet, even though nobody talks about him anymore. Uh, They've got that great acquisition out of Colorado. What's the damn guy's name? Dickerson. Yes, Dickerson. He's been strong for him. Do you see them as any sort of a threat to win the East, or do you see them as an oversight?
1: Um, I see them as an oversight. (laughs) I don't think they're going to really do much this year, next year, or anytime soon. I I feel like... um... I don't know. Look, they got some good young players. They got Brad Miller. Um Meyer is a great center fielder. Brendan Geyer's having uh, Brendan Geyer, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong line. Longoria is having I, I knew I was saying something. Brendan Geyer's not having a good start. <laughs> Longoria, well, you know what? He's he, hitting 333. Uh, it, it, but he's only at 18 at bats, but Longoria is not not playing bad. So I hit a homer a couple of nights ago. Steven Swaza Jr. Three home runs. Oh, you know, so I like him actually. Yeah, He's, I like him too. He's a great outfielder. That's the thing about the Rays,
0: you know. It just like, you know, right now we're sort of if you we're sort of brushing over them. We're not even really talking about them. We're just sort of eh, whatever. We clearly didn't do our research on them. They'll be there <laughs> at the end of the year, more likely I mean, than not.
1: Yeah, they're always there, but you know. On, on what? On what's their salary to
0: this day? I feel like it's got to be amongst the
1: lowest in the game it's still. definitely one of the lowest. I'm not really sure. Look, I got to tell you, though, Chris Archer, 0-4. Four really? Games started. He's getting smacked around. I watched one of those games. Batting average against him, 345. Really? Chris Archer might be uh, over. Oh, innings A- pitched, 18 runs allowed.
0: Six I mean, look. 6 runs
1: allowed already. 7. That, 7.32 ERA. There's no question
0: that's bad. However, I think for you to say he's over, that's a little preemptive, I mean, don't you think?
1: He's very young. He is very young, but uh, I don't know. I, I never thought that he was that effective. I thought really? He, yeah, you know, I mean, look, he, he dominated the Yankees. And he had the strikeout pitch working for him last season. But, you know... I I never wasn't that impressed by his stuff, and I never was impressed by his attitude. I never really liked him, you know. I don't like his swagger on the mound. I don't like the way he's kind of shows off and, you know, acts like whatever. You know that it, it, it makes me it's it makes me happy to see his line at 0 4. I'm not gonna really. Lie. Yeah. I mean,
0: like I'm gonna tell you the other side of it right now because I'm gonna have to. Okay. The last three years. Let's just go to the last two years before this year. 32 starts in 2014, 34 last year, 3.27 ERA total the last two years, 204 innings average per year. He had like you said, he had 250 strikeouts last year. All star, fifth in Cy Young. On top of that, he's twenty-seven. You don't like him?
1: <laughs> I just don't like his attitude. I don't like his swagger. I don't. All like right, it. I, I, there's right. something about him I don't like. For those know? of
0: you don't know, Luke's a, Luke's an old school baseball guy.
1: Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't like these young kids showing up. Look, I, it's not that I don't like. I like the bat flips. I really do. You know, we're talking about bat flips all the time now, and, and this is right. coming up. Bryce Harper's Jose Batista. Look, that's part of the game. If a pitcher gives up a bomb, you better expect the batter to bat flip on him. If you're gonna throw, if you want to throw at him when he comes up next, throw at him. So hold on, with that being said, if you're pitching a pitcher bat flips you, you throw at him you, you 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 chase him down on the base pass, what do you do? I definitely uh, knock him down his first pitch next to that bat. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's why I love Noah Syndergaard. not to get off topic, but what he did in that World Series man that was great let's well well everyone can listen to our NL East one
0: that will be done here shortly and we will certainly talk about Noah. let's you know what let's let's get to let's get to what we've been delaying here. New York Yankees so New far York. Just, uh, just suffered here on April twentieth, two 2016, what, their eighth loss of the year? I believe their seventh in their last uh, eight games yeah, after I starting mean, the season, four and
1: two. They look pretty bad. <laughs> I they don't look good. Tell ya, they don't look good. I mean, uh, what do you expect, though? They didn't, they didn't improve at all other than at second base. And, uh, look, Silent Castro, great move, bringing in Castro. Really is. Right. You know? Gregorius looks good at short. Um. But, you know, we got A-Rod, who's 41 years old, and I'm not saying he's not, you know, he's 41 years old. You know, uh, Beltran, 38 years old. Teixeira, Beltran's been good. 36 years old. You know, everyone's in their 30s or late 30s. You know what I mean? It's not an energetic team. It's not so are energetic.
0: You, so are you, say, are you saying that the Yankees' decision this offseason to not add any free agents, to be fairly conservative with their young players, and essentially just let the team get a year
1: older? Is that going to be their downfall? No, I think what this season is, I think they looked at this season as, look, we're going to lose this season because we have Aaron Judge, we have Jorge Mateo, and we have a big, big free agency coming in 2008, 18, sorry, 2008. I wish it was 2008, but in 2018. <laughs> and, um, that was the year I lost my virginity.
0: <laughs> or actually, no, it was 09, early 09, early 09. Yeah,
1: okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, well, when did it. you lose your virginity? In like 97. I don't know. I was I was fifteen. I don't know, know. <laughs> ninety seven when I was five. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Um, anyways, um, I don't even remember what the fuck I was saying. What was I saying?
0: Well, let me let me try and piggyback on what you were saying. If you want, if you watch the game tonight, which most people probably didn't because they have things to do and they have a life, what I thought was interesting was was in the ninth inning. You know who pitched tonight in the ninth inning for the Yankees? No, I actually a,
1: didn't get to catch tonight.
0: And down 5-2 to two in the top of the ninth, Ivan Nova came out of the bullpen for one inning. And I thought that was interesting and sort of indicative of the Cashman regime in the last decade or so. This is a guy who we invested in about... He's 28 years old, I think. About, I want to say when he was 16 or 18 we signed him. You're talking about a, a 10, 12 years ago, we brought Ivan Nova on the team. We've paid him millions of dollars over the years, put him through countless workouts. We've kept him. We've hung on to him. Cashman has chosen to retain Ivan Nova. We've, ta- we've traded all sorts of guys. We've shuffled different people. I just thought it was interesting, a guy who at one point was so high up in our system, and we've sort of retained despite falling off. And he's there now. He's pitching the ninth inning in a useless game, down by three with no chance to win. I just thought that was sort of a an interesting way to look at the Yankees right now. You know, we've got we had this at a one time promising system with promising players, but we've we've somehow we've somehow found mediocrity, and we're stuck there. Does that does that sound as
1: about right to you? I think um, this is the wash season. I think this is the season that we were looking at. 10 years ago when they signed A-Rod, Deshera, and all those people. So you
0: think, so with that being said then, let's say you're right, let's go on it, say the season's a wash,
1: do Cashman and Girardi keep their jobs? Um. Yeah, I think they do. I, I, I think that Doesn't everyone, this team just look like, everyone, like the 2015 Yankees though? Like in a bad same, way? It's the same team. Other than we haven't even seen Chapman yet, you know, he'll be great. The bullpen's going to be great. You know, our that's bullpen for sure. is amazing, I'll if tell you that. If we can lead, you know, past the seventh inning, we're good. We're going to win. We're going to win a lot of games if we can do that. If our starting pitching is there, you know, we'll be okay. Our offense is weak, though. And I, I think everyone knew that these years were coming. And 2018 is the biggest free agent year probably ever. And that's when Bryce Harper will be a Yankee. <laughs> so twenty eighteen is what you set your sights on that. You're not even concerned about this year? Twenty eighteen is what I'm setting my sights on, yes. Uh, I think we'll have Aaron Judge in the outfield. <laughs> you know, I think Gardner will be gone. I think Beltran at that point his contract will be up. Jacoby yeah. Fucking Ellsbury. We'll How about this guy, Co- huh? Yeah, we'll have his waste my time. No, you know what? I think field. we gave
0: him a, I think we gave him a seven year deal, dude.
1: Yeah, we did, but he'll still be our center fielder. <laughs> you
0: know, you know, it, the, you mentioned our starting pitching will be there. Our starting pitching sort of already is there. We just don't hit. We are one of the worst hitting teams in baseball right now other than the two games we put up I think uh, 11 runs in two games. Other than that, we have not done jack shit this year. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, mean, I know sh- we scored 16 runs in that one game against Houston. I was at right, that game. That right. And
0: that was and that was and that was what our fourth third game? Th- what is that? third second game of the year. Second I was game I, of the year. That was, you know, it's like fire rocket night, you know?
1: <laughs> Afternoon delight. You know, that was that was great. That was Oh, yeah, but the... that was not going to That was not going to continue for the rest of the year. I didn't <laughs> know that, okay? <laughs> it and looked good. It did look good, but uh... These guys are like old men out there. They are. They're not like.
0: They are old men. You know what? You know what sucks, too? Tanaka the other day was throwing 94. This is a guy who's
1: had 12 elbow
0: surgery since we started this podcast, (laughs) throwing (laughs) 94.
1: Oh, man. Well, you've just been listening to two pretty frustrated Yankee fans complaining about their 2016 team, but we're looking towards the future here. And uh, that's going to do it on this edition of the Wise Guys Baseball Podcast. I'm Luke, and for Sam, thanks for joining us.